connecting and we're connected and we're going to have a lullaby and music and oratory and all kinds of stuff here to start the week. White and moving. Listen closely. Oh, for a voice like thunder and a tongue to drown the throat of war. When the senses are shaken and the soul is driven to madness, who can stand? When the souls of the oppressed fight in the troubled air that rages, who can stand? When the whirlwind of fury comes from the throne of God and the frowns of his countenance drive the nations together, who can stand? When sin claps his broad wings over the battle and sails rejoicing in a flood of death, when souls are torn to everlasting fire and fiends of hell rejoice upon the strain, oh, who can stand? Oh, who hath caused this? Oh, who can answer at the throne of God? The kings and the nobles of the land have done it. Hear it not, heaven, thy ministers have done it. And there we'll tail Lorraine out and see if we can't get the week started. It is the Monday edition, of course. It's the last day of July the 31st, which has some significance, certainly to me. Uh, and uh, Roger Sales, your host. We are here on the Radio Ranch, and uh, we broadcast on several different platforms, don't we, Paul? Yeah, we do. Actually, we uh, we went live early on a couple of them. HomeNetwork.tv and FreedomNation.tv actually picked up the first 30 minutes of the pre-show. So, so we've been live there since uh, the bottom of last hour. Um, we're also on EurofolkRadio.com and Radio.GlobalVoiceRadio.net. You can find those links on ExposeTheMatrix.com. Also, uh, links to the FCC, uh, the FCC conference system, so you can join us on the show if you have questions, comments, we're, queries. We're linked in. We're the, also uh, periodically on uh, Anthony Berry eight six two five TikTok channel and uh, Joe Lustica's seventeen seventy six ER Rumble channel when time and resources allow for those two platforms to carry us as well. Point That's all I've got, Raj. Good point, morning. Happy point, Monday. Point of order. Point of order, Chairman. Did you say we're broadcasting at the FCC? Um, we're not broadcasting at the FCC. Free conference call, oh, FCC. Oh, sorry. I'm a little behind in my work here. Uh, okay, thank you. Um, there's a significance, John, uh, and maybe Lisa uh, may have vaguely not even be aware of this, but today is the anniversary of when I started doing my own show by myself uh, 12 years ago or something. And uh, the original format here was that Al Addisk and I were going to do a show together and uh, had everything set up, and then he backed out at the last minute and I had all those things set up, and I said, well, hell, I'm forging ahead, and here we are. Al's gone bye-bye, hey, you, you know. A, you did a bunch with Al. Pardon? Oh, you did I, a bunch with Al. Well, I did on his show, but we were supposed to do a combination show. 
and uh, that's oh, I remember we, now. I remember. we had talked about yeah. it, and it was right he, when he, the, yeah, he took offense at you asking him to work with you, come on your show. Well, I, I, I made a remark, you know, he said, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, well, just come along, you can ride side saddle, and he took bait, great umbrage to that, you know. And, yes, he did. And uh, uh, never would speak, you know, he's another one of these guys that wants to hide behind emails and uh, never would speak to me about it, and so I just forged ahead, and here we are all these years later, and he's kind of disappeared. I think he's still with us, but he's uh, living with some guy in the Dallas area, I guess. And uh, anyway, that's uh, the commemoration of today was the first solo radio show and over there on uh, the micro effect. And uh, here we are all these years later, progressed uh, a bit. And all those, all those great problems. Oh man. <laughs> maybe he took a, maybe he took offense to the, term side saddle well i mean you know it's just a it's just a phrase man you know i held al had a lot yeah, to I add know. al you know al gave me one of the real big pieces of the puzzle here in one of those shows and that's presumption of law i had never brought that into the four right. into the picture before and he mentioned it one day and i started thinking about it now i understand all these years later they do everything on presumption every uh we're going to press this trans thing presumption they just press 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 until somebody stands up to them that's why what we do is so damned effective because we do a preemptive strike on them I, i've come to the conclusion yeah, that's one we're, of the, we're also in it's one of the few we're also empowering our people to well, stand course. up to of course them. of course and do a preemptive strike now you're not going any further further with this presumption crap because we nipped it in the bud way back here with your fraud you slaving pieces of garbage okay so anyway just a comment on today it's monday we got john with us and uh I don't want to uh, take up his uh, time because he's got other things to do today. John, how'd your uh, appointment work out last week, by the way? Which appointment? I don't, yeah, you got a call during the show about uh, your an x-ray or something you were trying to get done with your... Oh, well, I'm trying to get a CT scan set up, and I, I've been fighting with uh, all these different appointment desks, and they want all my information before they'll tell me whether or not they'll schedule me an appointment. And so the majority of them haven't been able to do it. And um, I'm still fighting the battle. I've got one set up, but I got to drive all the way into UCLA to go get it done, and I really don't want to do that. Yeah, that's a long haul. On the third, well, it's a long haul. Plus, that complex over there is a mess, and the way they, the way you, uh, you know, they got every nook and cranny filled with with things, little stores, little alleys, little places you got to go park, and then you got to pay for parking. Now, you know, you they won't validate. Um, it just gets John. Ain't you a vet? Get yeah. you a vet, John? Yeah. Don't you go to the VA like I do? I, they assigned me Listen, a CT scan, and, and I went right downstairs within 20 minutes, had mine. Um, I I just have been so, my experience being in medicine in the military and what the, vet, the VA, when we were transferring people over to the VA and the crap that they had to go through, um, and uh, I, I just... I just don't even want to mess with the Veterans Administration. You, you saw what happened in Congress. And everything. You, you saw what happened in Congress with this last week, didn't you, John? No, I've been really busy. Well, they uh, they brought up in one of the committees, of, I guess, that oversees the VA, and they were trying to get $400 million or something. Here they are sending billions every other day to Ukraine, right? 
and they brought up this uh, 400 million, I think was the figure for the VA, and every Democrat in the room voted it down. Yet every one of them wow. voted to send the money to the Ukraine, and every one of them voted against any oversight of the money that's sent to the Ukraine. That is so sick. That's who we're dealing with that's here, really folks. Well, yep. the VA here in Birmingham is attached to University of Alabama at Birmingham, so it's different. one of the premier yeah. medical centers, well, so it's pretty good. And no, the University of Alabama at Birmingham is a premier medical center, no question about it. So you're fortunate. Well, actually, I, I probably will call about that today and say, I'll look into it and just maybe just go over and get that one exam. But um, anyway, thanks for the tip because yeah. I really it pushed them out of my mind for the last 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, and I hear some comments about how much better it was when Trump was in. And now it's gone back to the dogs again <clears throat> with, uh, with yeah. the dog king in charge up there. I still get a lot of disabled American veteran publications because my father-in-law and my mother-in-law were very much involved in the DAV. And uh, I'm still seeing the same old battles that are being fought that were being fought back in the seventies. I just, it, it's just, you know, you, they just really kind of abandon you. You just don't really get the care. They publicize a few major cases, but the majority of guys are, you know, not making them much money or anything else and have a lot of problems. But it's worth looking into, maybe. It's close by, it's and if a, I can just get it done and get it out of the way, I'd love to do that. The way that well, this country... I've never had a bad experience here. The way this country... I've never treat, had a bad experience up here in Birmingham with their VA. Well, you're lucky. Yeah, good. Like I said, they're premier here. Consider yourself fortunate. It is an absolute crime how this country treats their veterans. Crime. Yeah, I know and, that other people that are very active with the Veterans Administration Hospital up in L.A., um, and there are a number of um, vets that have been fighting with them. And that's been going on 20 years. <laughs> but that's just kind of why I cast it. Hold on, hold on, John. We got some ambient noise coming from somewhere. Can we cut the ambient noise, please? Thank you. Um, and, and it's even more of a shame when you come to understand that all of the all of the wars are just to secure resources or achieve political objectives. On top of that, it even makes it worse, like rubbing salt in the wound. Then we caught a general faking line about his disability. Oh, Rogers, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce. That was back in the set. Hi. I used to be a shuttle driver in Columbia, South Carolina, and there's a hospital there um, for veterans and stuff. And So I'd go pick up a veteran and bring him to the hospital across town and then he called me and I picked him up and he said they did it again to me this is this they just uh, skimming me around to other doctors that have just come into play here and I got to start all over with that doctor and I never get remedy they never go through the whole process of examining him and all this other stuff and he's given out of medicine and he's supposed to be taking and stuff like that. That's how you get back in to get you a prescription. And they don't write him a prescription. They, they reschedule him after the interview again, like he's starting from first base. So that's the problem yeah. in Columbia, South Carolina. Well, the problem is. They always look for ex- excuses to um, be able to say that you can't have guns. Yeah, exactly. And that's come up again with uh, 
Debbie Wasserman Schultz, a despicable, despicable individual. Oh, uh, she brought that up last Yeah, they week. asked me that question. They asked me that question every time I have an interview, and I tell them it's none of their damn business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Well, well Sage uh, and I care sometimes, you know. They, they, they do. Um, I tell you, it's just, just not a good deal. No, not a good deal. But... Uh, I wonder how they're going to deal with all the trans people they're letting in now later on down the line. Oh, they're going to be happy about that. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, let's not uh, – let's get back on focus here, John. You come on and talk about the wand, and that's just a topical you know subject. And we could probably take the whole rest of the hour battering about about this. So uh, if you've got anything prepared or whatever, uh, why don't you go ahead and launch oh, it? Oh, man, I got a bunch of stuff. Plus, I want to let you know we had a great meeting up there in Pasadena. By the way, you know, we've been – after the meeting, we've been going to a little restaurant we found in San Marino, um, suburb of L.A., kind of an upper crust one, called the Colonial Kitchen. That restaurant's been there for 50 years or so, and it's really a retro – uh, 60s, maybe 70. And um, I found out that they have done a bunch of movie shoots over there. And the last one they did over there was uh, with Mad Men. And this is where the, the lead character would take his girlfriends over and the bar scene and the intimate scenes would be done there in the video in that little place. And if you want to see that, you can do a YouTube and it's called Colonial Kitchen. Mad Men is the search term. And there's a guy that did a little video about all of that over there. Anyway, yesterday we had a fantastic, they let us use their little conference room and their, their screens and stuff like that. So we had a big Bitcoin little conference that we did. And we had a psychologist who's kind of a Bitcoin expert and he creates his own nodes for Bitcoin. Man, there is a lot going on. Um, you know, the pricing of Bitcoin, which is a lot of people focus on, they don't understand that it's so private that we're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes. Individuals are. So there's a lot of coin that's being changed hands. There's more people that own Bitcoin than ever, but it's not reflected in the price because it's all being done peer to peer. It doesn't go through the exchanges. So the psychologist decided he wanted privacy too. So he, he has a little service where he sells his own little node, but it's a complete operating system, marketing system, um, um, a place, you know, where you can store all of your uh, stuff and have access to it completely privacy. Fantastic little deal. It's only like 650 bucks for the whole deal. So it's, it's really exciting with what, uh, what's going on in the, in the area of Bitcoin. So more and more people are becoming Bitcoin maximalists, only Bitcoin, nothing else. And I think that's going to bode well for us because of this new world we're moving into. Anyway, there's a lot of hope for people out there. And... My God, I got 20 pages of, uh, of testimonies today. This is really something, some of these things. It's just amazing what's going on. So we might as well get started with that, as people want to know. Uh, Nancy said, about six months ago, I was able to help my dear friend, Kyle Bell, receive a gifted care device. Kyle was very instrumental in helping me over the years with my nonprofit charity delivering food to feed the homeless. He was told he had a year to live because of a failing heart condition. I just checked in on him, and I am so elated to report that he's doing amazingly well, and he especially loves how his arthritis issues are gone. Thank you, Ricky Brandino, for your gift. Now, there's a, there's a heart issue deal that just went south. Guy didn't have to go to a hospital, and I'm using a wand, too, for my own heart issues. So it's, 
all the angina when it comes on. I just use the wand and it just goes away. Don't have to take any pills. And uh, some of these are kind of kind of long uh, for today, but um, they engendered some good conversations. Trish writes, hi, everyone. I've kind of been watching the group since the end of May and finally just ordered a few days ago. I just got my terahertz wand yesterday. Thanks, Kyle McGee. Okay, so I'm going to try and make a post uh, daily on this device and the issues it may or may not clear up. Can we, hold on, John. Could we find out where that uh, ambient noise is coming from, Paul, please? Somebody's having a secondary conversation with the mic open. Okay, go ahead, John. People really need to watch their mutes. Anyway, she goes on and says, future posts won't be this long. I used it yesterday as soon as I got it. So this will be day one of my journal. I followed the steps, drinking the charged water and the palms of my hands, etc. And I'll, I'll drop you a pic of the chart. That's the chart that everybody gets when they get a wand. I did two minutes on each area that took a total of 20 minutes. Now, the two-minute number is because we sent out a bunch of charts that somebody created that suggested you do two minutes on all those positions. You do not have to do two minutes on all those positions. It's, it's up to you. That practitioner, when she wrote that chart, does two minutes all the time. So anyway, she goes on to say, I have been dealing with plantar fasciitis for a couple of years now. Man, that, that is tough. Like tough. planters wards? I know it's tough. No, fasciitis. It's where the fascia shrinks in the bottom of your foot. I found out about it. I didn't know I had it myself until I had a football in the backyard and the kids were back there, and I hadn't kicked a football for a long time, so I picked up the football and went to kick that damn thing. When I kicked it, oh, my God, the pull and the pain that came from the bottom of my foot was really? incredible. Wow. Because it shrinks. It shrinks up. Um, anyway, it's uh, for a couple of years now. I originally had stem cell therapy uh, done, and it worked great. But I had to pay for that out of pocket, and it only fixed the issue for about a year. I spent an extra two more minutes on my left foot for the plantar fasciitis. I focused around my heel, my arch, and up and down the back of my calf muscle. I've also been on hormone medication for the last three to four years, so I spent an extra four minutes on my endocrine and hormone areas, and I'll drop a pic. And she did. She created a chart that showed all the spots for her endocrine um, places to, to want. Uh, I'll put that in the uh, Telegram channel today. After I turned 53, my hormones went completely out of whack. And for the first time in my life, I put weight on. I eat healthy. I'm active, but the weight kept coming no matter what I did, and I couldn't get it off. So I spent another extra four minutes on my stomach area because I already did my endocrine and hormone areas. I will say I have already lost 10 pounds in four weeks before using this device, but I started drinking a good protein shake in the morning for lunch, and I eat a good meal for dinner. I don't eat anything after 6 p.m. to 10 a.m. I drink my first protein shake between 10 a.m., uh, and lunch and a shake around one o'clock and then dinner at five fifteen. I've been a fast paced walker also. I'm hoping this device will hurry up with the weight loss. My whole adult life I've been between 106 and 110 pounds. That's not bad. During three pregnancies the most I gained was around 13 pounds. That's incredible. I have fuchs dystrophy. 
So I put charged water in a small glass spray bottle, and I spray that in my eyes and all over my face and spend an extra four minutes on my eyes and all over my face and neck. Back in December 22, January 23, I was at my daughter's house visiting her and my grandkids for about six months. During December and January, it was ice cold. During the night, my daughter came in and had piled a lot of blankets on top of me. A few hours later, somewhat in my sleep, I moved the covers off of me. Doing that, I did something to my right arm from my bicep muscle up to my shoulder area. I've been in pain since. I've been to massage therapists, chiropractors, and no relief. I've not been able to raise my right arm without it hurting. I spent an extra four minutes on my shoulder blade area and my whole shoulder area and my biceps area. Here are my results. I wasn't feeling very good last night, maybe because I did too much with the wand, but oh well. I went to bed around 7.30. I literally slept for 12 hours, and I feel great this morning. I didn't wake up all night, not even to go to the bathroom. You know, men tend to wake up at night, but I didn't realize that women were waking up too. My right bicep area is not hurting. My shoulder area still hurts, but not bad. I was able to stretch my arms up over my head this morning, laying in bed, and I felt no pain. That's after just getting her wand and doing it for the first day. That's great. That's fantastic. I'm just so happy when I see that happen. She says, my weight even went down. It was only a third pound, but it went down. My eyes, I don't know yet. This may take a while. In three months, I'll get another eye exam. So I'll be praying my eyes, spraying my eyes until then. And then she puts up the chart about the endocrine glands and the major hormones, and I'll put that in the Telegram channel. So Michelle writes, I've been a massage therapist for 30 years. I bought a wand because at the time, a friend had a shingle outbreak. So painful. As you know, it's contagious and can spread when blisters are ripe. Mm. That said, we wanted the ribcage and blistered regions. And in less than three days, they all dried up. That's amazing. Oh, now, look, that's substantial per- right there. Yeah, a person was drinking wanted water as well. And the protocol was first palms, feet, and spine, top of head, abdomen, armpits, and each daily one, um, just a short treatment. We can say for certain the shingle nerve pain got better each day. It took two weeks to see all the blisters completely heal. The scars from the shingles are also going away. And oddly, his scars on his head are going away. That his hairdresser knows about are also gone. He was once in a real bad car accident. In that, glass shards were in his scalp. Um The auto accident was very extreme, and it happened over 17 years ago when his hair was cut, visible little white mini scars, uh, scar tissue on all over his scalp. They're raised a little bit. So when he combs his hair and he goes over his scalp, he can feel all those scars that are up there on top. Well, they're gone. (laughs) Go figure. That's incredible. Have we had this any women? Have we had any women huh? come back with uh, results from C-section scars? Yes, yes. Some people have said that they their C-section scars were disappearing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That was in some prior ones that we did. Okay, so those things are gone. This was not intended when wanding daily for thirty minutes. This is just a bonus. I also wish to note being able to apply this excellent tool to care for clients who also have some very good results. I've not yet written a testimonial for any of my clients, but each client who I do a demo for has felt something. That one word comes up so often as it's difficult to describe. 
So I just wanted to share to all who read this, know that the vice is new tech and I'm so grateful for it. Um, I noticed that when Kathy and I were first starting it, she had instant results on her swollen legs. Right. And her uh, feet. So she could wear shoes again. Right. But the rest of the stuff, you can tell there's something going on. It's, it's, you've got the feeling that something's happening, but you don't know what yet. It's kind of, it's kind of fun to see what's going to come up. Anyway, another dear lady developed an odd rash on her ear, side of her face. She's a regular client, has many health issues, but this rash was very itchy, stinging, and uh, red, non-open skin burning. She thought it was from some of her new medication that she was on, but not certain why only one side had this visible rash. She said, try it on the rash. I said, okay. Next day, she called me. Rash is all gone. Wow. <laughs> We're both in shock. I sent her home that day with wanted water, and after wanting the rash on her ear and neck, she drank about a liter that same day. At first, I thought, honestly, how can such a short two-minute localized wanding affect something so fast? But it worked. Go figure. In general, there are so many applications for the wand to help. I chose not to be a sales rep because even if I can make some coin from this MLM, I felt it best not to be a salesperson, only to be someone who can share knowledge and, and results. Yep. Thanks for reading it this far. What? I said yes. Yeah. Blessed, blessed to know we each can choose to be involved in sharing our experiences on this platform. Take care, all. I just seen how many folks commented and liked this entry. So glad we were able to help ourselves and others. On one other note, client info. I uh, treated a younger lady who recently stopped drinking booze. I wonder why she did that. She was only 25-ish. She was in a broken cycle due to a family depressive funk. She had been sober only three days when she booked a massage care session. She opened up hers, opened up and told me that she had been a closet drunk for five years and drank 26 ounces of hard booze a day. Hmm. I was like a holy, holy girl. So glad you're on your uh, right path now. In that, she was shaky from the withdrawals and had anxiety. So I did a massage, as usual, with her emoting much during care. All great. And then I said, I have this new wellness tool. Can we just give you a basic protocol? She said, yes, please. In that one mini 10-minute wanting, she said, Done. Yeah, I'm here. I just get emotional. Okay, sorry. Yeah, this emotional all stuff. My, all, all of my anxiety is gone. That's just amazing. Um, we need to start uh, targeting. <laughs> maybe we need to start targeting AA groups with our efforts. <laughs> so, that's, I'm sorry about this stuff. I just This just comes on me. I just can't stop it. I think it shifts the nervous system to rewire and soften the neuroplasticity on some bizarre good way. I can't explain it. I tell you what, this thing, it does miracles on nervous system stuff. I mean, we've seen it the whole time I've been in it. And if people have an immediate reaction, it seems like the neuropathy part is one of the first ones to come out. It's kind of what I've been able to ascertain at this point. Yeah, sure seen that way, yeah. Anyway, in my terms, we call it unwinding or decompressing. All in all, 
of anyone who owns a lawn wants to help someone without a lawn check in with each other. You never know if a neighbor close by will be willing to aid, share, or assist. I think this is an Aussie platform. Our platform, Aussie platform. I'm in BC, Canada. Uh, let us all just keep helping each other where there is magic in giving. You know, so that John, stirred up Tracy. I'll give you a minute. To, uh, let comment. me give you a minute to get, regain your composure there. Um, I was. Uh, yeah, I've got him back now. We got a guy down here. He's in his 80s. He's an American, lived in Atlanta. An interesting entrepreneur guy. And he's a nice guy. His name's Bill. And uh, he married an Ecuadorian gal. And back, oh, I don't know, six, eight months ago, and uh, maybe a little longer, I gave him a wand. I said, why don't you just try it, you know? And it was uh, an unopened one, all right? And so uh, a week later, he brought it back to me unopened and said, she won't try it. Well, I'd really given it to him for for him more than her because he's got eye problems. And uh, yeah. And so we were uh, uh, ran into each other last week at lunch, and he informed us that she's been diagnosed with breast cancer. Uh, of course, they oh, took gosh. the jab and and made him take the jab, and uh, uh, but wouldn't even try it. Wouldn't even try it. I've had several people that wouldn't do that. One of them in a wheelchair, believe it or not. She's in a wheelchair. Her life is totally screwed up, and she would not even try this. So you well, reach, remember Kevin Street didn't want to try it either. Remember? Right, right. And uh, it's like the people that don't want to look at our political information, you know. They're just closed-minded, and uh, they're going to have to suffer, or suffer the repercussions of their own decisions. So anyway, I just wanted to add that in. Go ahead, John. That's just amazing people who are like that. But, you know, it's no, incredible. No it's incredible so anyway, that, to me, really. That picked up a couple of comments here. And, and uh, Tracy said, uh, my friend has had these sores on him for two years since getting the third, you know what, meaning the shot. He'd hurt his elbow, so I wanted it for 10 minutes. Next weekend, I saw him again, and all of his sores were healed. <laughs> I was stunned. He had gone to doctors, and no one could tell him what the sores were from or how they got there or how, how to get rid of them 10 minutes of wanding that was the only thing he did different <laughs> so that kicked right. up and 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 had something to say about all that too she says i live with pain every single day and night i have tried everything even strong painkillers nothing works i wish i had the money to buy a wand but sadly not well somebody else wasn't taking that she said, Ann Brown, not to be snarky here, but I put money aside a little bit at a time. Finally got my wand. I love it. Several posts on from Ann because of why no money. Other people responding. She was telling about all the things she was spending money on. And uh, this other gal writes, tears flowing. I can't control myself. Reading the last testimonies. So touching how this device helped her right on time. May God bless us all. Thank you for sharing. Wow. Uh, Roger, may I say something, Bruce? Sure, Bruce. Yeah, you could. Um, I have a person I'm helping out uh, day by day, hour by hour, when she needs me to help her. And she has a dog that's 11, maybe 12 years old. And um, she is a beagle. And um, anyway, so I said, well, let me charge some water and see if this will help her any. And she looked at me, the lady looked at me and said, 
Now, she lost her leg up to the thigh. Hmm. And um, she's in a wheelchair. And so her dog is 11 and a half years old and having problems. And so I gave water to her for her to drink and also the dog. Two days later, after I give her several, um, every two day, every I give her two pitchers of water every uh, twice a day, and she said, "I can't believe this dog loves that water." Yeah. When you bring in a pitcher of water, she's there wigging, wagging her tail, waiting on some water to go in her bowl. <laughs> and she says, "What are you doing to that water?" I said, "Well, I got a wine that." Uh, it, it, it charges the water up, uh, and it can help you. And I said, you drink the water too, don't you? She says, oh, I'm just giving it to the dog. Now she started drinking the water. Great. Yeah. But and, you know, there's no placebo animal, with animals. Get, get their animals, start drinking it. It's instantaneous. They will not believe how fast that dog or animal will go to that water. You know, John, I heard a saying. That dog. I heard a saying somebody years ago said, "I don't go to doctors anymore. I go to veterinarians." <laughs> and, <laughs> well, somebody, yeah. and so I said, "They actually well, try to fix it." Why? Why? And they said, "Because they don't ask you where it hurts." <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to. <laughs> Wow. Oh, go ahead, John. Okay, we got Ula. Ula. Ula here. Ula will actually, huh? It's U-L-L-A. Ula. We've had oh, some weird Ula. names around here lately. So what what's going on with Ula? And I guess this is a made-up name because the last name is Victor's daughter. Uh, uh, spelled, no, maybe not. Anyway, regardless, it, it, Ula. Ula will make some comments later, too. But this is Ula's comments. The other day I was on a hike with a friend and I got a nasty blister in the back of my foot after Ooh. trying a new pair of soles in my hiking boots. The blister had popped when I got home oh. and it was pretty painful. So I, huh? Ooh. Blister popped when I got home and it was pretty painful. So I decided to want it. I did it off and on for about 30 minutes, both on level one and level two. Now this blister, I've got the pictures here. The blister is on the back of the heel, you know, up there along where the tendon comes down. Yes. Because that's where it rubs typically in a, in a boot or something. And you can see that the it was enlarged and there's a blister there. It's popped and it's just uh, laying there. So after the half hour, I could tell it felt much better. And just by looking at it, it looked better as well. The next morning I was in for a great surprise emphasized. I had no more pain and the blister was, well, gone. All that was left was some redness. Again, I'm in awe to what this wand can help the body do. I just love it. And then she apologized for the scary close-ups for the foot. Well, I think they're beautiful. It just, and she's really right. There's no sign of a blister there at all. Really. It's just a little redness. Incredible. Incredible. Carla writes, oh, my God, one of my insecurities are my spider veins. They got worse after having kids. Loving the results so far. And then she posted some pictures there on July 20th. You can see very clearly the spider veins are behind the behind the knee, and they're, they're expanding on down the leg. And 
on July 28th, eight days later, you can harvest them. Wow. Fantastic. Jay writes, my dog had cluster seizures and a stroke on the 18th. He stopped barking. He was falling over when walking. Wasn't responding to his name. He would stop walking and zone out like he was lost. So we somebody else does that. Is, is, is the dog's name Joe Biden? I don't know. It's kind of they didn't give him the name. <laughs> Today he's back to normal. I want maybe that's the problem with Biden. He needs a one. I wanted him two times. Don't give him uh, one. A day. Don't give him one. <laughs> <laughs> Every day for 20 minutes on his head, in his ear and his spine. Gave him wanted water with a syringe squirting it in his mouth for the first week. The whole family has been celebrating saying, welcome back, Gizmo. Dog's cured. Sherry writes, my daughter bought us both some flowers one week ago, so I decided to do a wand test. Flowers on the left are not wanted water, and the right ones are wanted, the water. The water was changed it both from both ones every second day. You may need to zoom in a little to see the difference, but the left flowers and leaves are clearly wilting, turning black and curling, while the ones on the right are still looking good. And that's exactly correct. I told They them. bought two of the same. You know, I got a friend down yeah, here but, that's a big flower exporter all over the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told him about this. He was pretty shocked when we'd heard it somewhere before. Anyway, go ahead. Well, there's two there's two bases, and there are two sets of flowers, and they're the same thing, uh, identical. And the, the, the ones on the left are beginning to wilt, and the ones on the right are look like they're just brand new. And she did some close-ups. I mean, the wilting is substantial, but the ones that got the wanted water are just right there up and pretty. Nothing nothing wilted about those. You know, I had a thought. Incredible. It's been coming to my mind over the last few weeks as Robert Kennedy Jr. has gotten out there more and more with his voice problems. And mm-hmm. I've heard somebody say what the condition is. Nobody can cure it. I wonder if he used a wand if that wouldn't straighten up his vocal cord problem. Boy, you talk about well, getting sure we worth a try. Uh, boy, you talk about getting a salesman. <laughs> <laughs> well, anybody know Robert Kennedy? Uh, this this kicked up somebody by the name of Beverly. She says, "I water all my plants with charged water, and they are thriving." And she's got a big picture there. She must have one, two, three, four, five, six pots on her table. Looks like it's probably in a kitchen areas close to some windows in that room and these plants just look great man there's just all kinds of different ones there uh nicole chimed in too she said how is the wand working for you sherry edmonds and sherry writes back and says nicole i'm in love with it i've only had it for about a month and it's helped with so many issues already do you have one they are off and running it just the conversation just continued all the way, you know, down the page. This next one's really interesting here. This is lady Rachel. Last week I had fainted after being ill and used the Itericare wand on the cut under my eye. So her left eye on the external side there, just below the eye and below the lid, um, right there when the cheekbone starts, it, it was a big bruise and a cut. 
And so we got a nice close up of that. And then, um, see, uh, she, she had, these photos are all taken consecutive days, about 24 hours apart. So there's one, two, three, four. So there's about three, four days. In addition to some colloidal silver gel on the wound, I love this one. Well, there's the cut. There's the bruise. It's better on the second one. It's better on the third one. And on the fourth one, it's gone. Nothing there. <laughs> well, story after story. Uh, yeah, Teresita had uh, some comments on that. She says, Care really works wonders. By the way, can I copy this and, so, so I can share it? Of I'm surprised people ask. Yeah, you bet. Rhonda, I just got my wand last week. I basically purchased to help my cousin who has stage four cancer. So far, there's a reduction in the swelling of her feet and stomach. Feeling coming back to her feet from diabetic neuropathy. There you go. See, right? There's that neuropathy again because they got rid of Kathy's. Tummy is softening and some reduction in swelling. My brother went to the emergency room with kidney stones. Next day, I only had 15 to 20 minutes before I had to go to work. So I did a quick, some quick research on the pressure points for kidney stones. Gave him a treatment. Now, this is based on using the acupuncture points. Because instead of using needles, we're using the heat and the uh, terahertz waves to um, stimulate those acupuncture points. So she found those points and went to work. Next day, no pain. He was pleased that his bowels moved because they had not for almost a week. From an emergency room visit for a fall, pain meds, etc., I did want him a bit on that, but it was when I first got it. Took it to work showing my coworkers. Left for the weekend for my cousin with stage four cancer. When I got back, coworker had experienced a breakout from shingles that left him with neuropathy in his shoulder and chest area. He reported that his feeling has been restored. This was only with a quick demonstration. Time to study up on anatomy and acupuncture points. This is amazing, she says. And it surely is. I'll tell you, there are people, having, had, uh, people having life-changing results with this thing. Yeah, it's just happening all the time. Um and then uh, this is amazing. And then she says, also, picture the flowers on left a week old. New flowers on the right got yesterday. I'm wanting the flowers on the water just to see how they do. And she said she was going to put pictures on, but she forgot the pictures. So no pictures. Okay. So she's having a great time with it. David writes, this, this was kind of interesting. Major problem solved, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. I had been getting these big bubbles on the back of my knee for years called Baker cyst. that showed up once in a while from using heavy weights at the gym. That has pain to some degree. And recently I was using a 600-pound equivalent deadlifting band that I do on the X3 Bar Elite. I now cut down to 400-pound band for that now to heal what recently happened. Over time, as I have discovered on my own, I would have had a major health problem if I didn't do anything about it. Um, see the pictures taken on September 10th of what the cysts look like. And it's gone now. And that's what the pictures show. I've got pictures. Happened again this time. I could hardly walk on the left leg where there was a huge Baker cyst and it felt like a possible aneurysm. This one measured three inches wide. And if I pressed it, I could feel a bundle of hard, painful veins inside. 
Yikes. Also, when I rode my bike to the gym, my feet would go numb from losing circulation from the clogged veins. Didn't go to the doctor for it because I felt that the frequency device would do the trick. I also started eating pineapples and grapefruit every day up until now. The pineapple was for the inflammation, and the grapefruit was to clear any possible clots. Natural stuff I already know about. So the magic star all started once I started blowing on and up and down my left leg and foot. And at the first, the pain started to subside. Next day, it got smaller, and every day continued to get smaller. Started walking better and better, and the days progressed, even though I still haven't let up on my exercises. And in parentheses, he says, I am an exercise diehard. I will never quit under any circumstances. Knew it was doing something real good from the start. So here I am, two and a half months later, using the frequency one and charged water two to finally clear up the whole problem. Still have a slight bump on the skin, uh, and, and it's probably been there for several years, so it just stretched out a bit. But just to be safe, I wrap that knee before I go to the gym or ride the bike. And now I can do those heavy deadlifts at the gym again. But now, without any walking problems after I finish and go home. This frequency device absolutely did the trick, and without a doctor. I was reading my symptoms of what I had on the Internet, and there was a possible amputation of my leg, which I was not going to go for. So for me, this saved my biggest problem. Awesome, awesome machine. My dad had Baker's cyst tube behind his knees, and he wouldn't he wouldn't do anything about it. And uh, they kept getting worse and worse. And I've never heard of that so before. So when it came time, when it came time to, um, mom decided she was going to get her knees fixed. So dad rushed in and got in the hospital before her <laughs> to get his knees done. Uh, so mom had to postpone while he recuperated. You know, that was, John, I was being sneaky. You know, when you get that irresistible urge to exercise. <laughs> yeah, every time I got to go to the bathroom. No, I go lay down until it passes. <laughs> Pictures are stunning. This guy's Baker cyst was um, more on the on the medial side of the knee there, uh, a little towards the the, the back. But uh, it was it was a good good three inches long and about two inches uh, wide. It's huge. I've never heard of and that. And then before. the other picture, Baker's cysts. I've never heard of that before. I can remember. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the other second picture that he was sawing is nothing there. I mean, his leg just looks normal. Ethan, has, this has brought up some comments. So Ethan is commenting. This is awesome. So as a fellow X3 user. You caught my attention without deadlifting with the elite band. Wow. I'm still on light gray, but now I feel motivated. Remember Ula before Ula come and makes a comment. I've had the same problems with my knees and the swelling in both my knees has gone down almost completely after just four 10 minute sessions on each knee. No surgery for me. This one is amazing. I've been having problems with my left knee lately, you know, alternate right, left with the left one. And it's weird because it's like underneath the kneecap down a bit or underneath it in the middle of the knee. And I've been dealing with it, struggling with it, and I hadn't been using the wand on it. And yesterday, since I had some time, I got Sundays off now, and uh, I spent a good bit of time on it. And this morning, it is almost gone. So I'm grateful. Very oh, that's grateful. great. Yeah, I just need to use it more consistently. Me too. I'm using it on my knees too. 
left leg seems to be pretty good. The right knee, for some reason, the knee is getting stiff. Anyway, Amanda chimes in. Worked for mine as well. The device is amazing. Katrina says, just amazing. So Dave writes back again, and he says, uh, Katrina, uh, that's what my inner voice was saying, too. I used it there, as was indicated before, the frequency can open blood flow to clogged veins and arteries, so I figured what else could be better than this frequency blower. I originally bought it for clearing up possible skin cancer and ended up using it for everything else, too. See, that's what happens. A lot yeah. of times, it doesn't fix the thing that you bought it for, but something else happens. Right. Plus, the business side isn't too shabby either. Actually, it's even better than most MLMs out there. So amazing is the perfect word. Chris writes, thanks for sharing. And Dave writes back again, Chris, you're welcome. My belief is it works on all kinds of cysts, anything that blocks the flow of blood. That is a major problem for a good amount of people, probably more so for people that work too hard. It's a key point, too, because it also works on the lymph system. Yes. Because the lymph system has got to get rid of the dead stuff that's been kicked out of the cells. And so by increasing the microcirculation, you're getting better oxygenation. So the shells are working better and that kicks up the lymph system at the same time. Pretty, pretty neat machine. Diane writes, it has now been almost six months since I started using the classic wand and drinking wanted water exclusively. I've just been to see my doctor regarding bone on bone hip osteoarthritis. I did not get any new x-rays yet. Doctor wants me to wait another three months because of how slow cartilage grows. He did, however, use the word amazing regarding my absence of pain and, and use of any pain meds. He was also astounded at the flexibility of my leg and hip and the amount of walking I do daily. He asked, and I provided him, the name and details of my amazing device. Who knows? Maybe the medical community will accept this natural healing device someday. I will update this group in another three months. That generated over 36 comments. Holy Continuing smokes. comments. I, did, I didn't print them out, but uh, amazing. Okay, we got, I think, uh, one more here, and that'll, that'll do it. Justice writes, I overheard a testimonial from our Spanish group from a lady that works with patients in palliative or hospice care, particularly with patients in their late stages of cancer. She said that one of the worst feelings for them is the cold they feel in their bodies, which isn't turned down by any warm blankets or external help. They suffer on top of their illness and pain, this extreme coldness and freezing sensation, as if the body loses the ability to warm itself. This being said, she says she finds joy in their reactions to the warmness of the frequency on and in their body. Their ability to feel normal body temperature or even be warmer brings them comfort in those days and weeks before passing. I thought this was a beautiful message to share. God bless any of you with friends or family in this situation. Now you know, please share a helping hand wherever possible. Man, this was a great, great group of testimonials. And I, you know what? I could have gotten even more. I mean, I had to stop. It was just getting to be too much. Wow, John. How many uh, over 73,000 on there now? Probably. You know, I didn't even look. Last time I looked, it was over 73,000. Well, there's no doubt the thing works for a lot of people, and for those that it doesn't seem to have any effect for, uh, they must be in pretty good health. 
but uh, I'm sure Maybe. most of the listeners here have acquired one or know about it. And uh, but if you do want to uh, look into the wand more, you can go to the website, the Matrix Docs, and over on the top right are a bunch of resources and order link and all that stuff. And uh, I don't know if you could think of a better place to spend four hundred dollars these days with what's ahead of us. Well, not with all that's coming and all the problems that are coming. Uh, you really don't want to have to go to the doctor. So if this thing can help you in any way, avoid going to a doctor because your body's working better. Well, you know, in all yeah. honesty, even if they did go to a doctor, the way the supply chain is breaking down, they may not be able to get what they needed or wanted anyway. That may happen. You know, I think things are deadly serious. Um, when I'm seeing Ukraine take our money and take those drones and start launching into Moscow, that's stupid. Oh, no, no. It's absolutely, absolutely 100% just like from since 2014 provocation to try and get Putin to respond. And he's smart enough not to because he knows these guys. Well, he also, we know that the Masons want three world wars. They have two. Yep. They want their third. Yep. Because they want to take over the world. And Russia is the last great white Christian conclave in the world. Yep. So, all right, well, John. I think I think a lot of people are going to start changing too because things are going to get really rough here. I believe. And, oh yeah, uh, it's coming. You know, it's just like a soldier in a foxhole. When he's in trouble, he's praying to God, even though he was an atheist. Right. I know atheists in a foxhole. Okay, John. Well, thank you for your time and bringing us uh, those wonderful testimonials, and we always enjoy talking with you. By the way, I know a lot of people don't say it, but I'm getting quite a few comments about a lot of people really do enjoy these because I was wondering. But um, this is a good thing for you guys to become a distributor. It costs you about 30 bucks a month to be a distributor. That's about it. And... um, that can also turn into an income, and you can also get free wands from that 30 bucks. I can teach you how to do all that stuff. It's really a good side deal. Um, it's very cool. If you get productive in that and you start getting that free stuff piling up, it's, it's just wonderful to give them to people. See, when you buy a wand from Roger, he's given away a whole stack of wands. I've given away 20 but of them easy. We, Part of the compensation is, is you get some cash out of the deal, but you also get credits. And that that little $30 a month maintenance fee, it all goes into a bonus account. And as that bonus account builds up, you can get almost free product for that. It still costs us 20 bucks to ship it. But, you know, it, it allows you to be very helpful to a lot of people. Sure does. Yep. Yeah. May I? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, good day, gentlemen. This is Gigi. Um, I have a quick question regarding the water. Um, if someone here is interested in pursuing all this, and their question is, um, it, what do you think about adding hydrogen to the water? No, no problem. Have at it. Do you think? Do you think that would enhance it even more? Yeah, of course. Had hydrogen water is pretty good. How are you going to do it with tablets? Um, I think he has a generator or something. I I don't know uh, exactly, but I, from what he was talking about, it sounded like he's 
You can want as water out. and then put it in the unit and hydrogenate it. Sure. Pardon me? You can wand the water and then yes. put, it in the, put it in the hydrogen generator. Okay. Do it that way. We do have a bottle. It's called Seven Wonders Bottle. And that bottle, uh, you take the wanded water and you put it in the bottle and it hydrogenates it, it alkalizes it, it it's, it's, uh, sanitizes it. There's seven different things it does to that water uh, to make it even uh, better. For goodness sakes. I yeah. thought charging it was the best it could be, and so now there's even more uh, oomph, yeah. oomph to it, it doing did you it get your, Did you get your wand replaced? I did, and it's been getting a good workout. <laughs> okay. Well, Gigi's one of the ones that received a free one, and she's been doing a lot of work with other people, giving them charged water every day and wanding them and stuff like that. So, Yeah, we're still working out a routine so everybody gets their – three-day quote of water before they come back and refill. But, yeah, it's working out really great. I thank you, gentlemen, very much. God bless you. Yes. No, Gigi, keep, us, keep us posted on the people that you're working with, man. That's, we need to hear these testimonies. Well, if I had the time, I would love to. <laughs> but I'm, I feel like, you know, I have so much on my plate right now. But I can tell you that it, it definitely works. Uh, we have the first one was a torn Achilles heel. And um, uh, after the first, she was the first one I did it on, and uh, she was walking with a cane. Doctors told her she's got to have some surgery. So um, she was kind of hesitant about walking on it because she was nervous, but she felt that the pain was subsiding. By the end of the day, she was walking without her cane. Wow. She had a, do- she had a doctor appointment. She had a doctor appointment last week. And uh, the doctor was pressing her for pain. She didn't have none. And he goes, I don't know what you've been doing, but you better keep it up. So um, they're not looking at doing no more surgery on it. And when she told him about the wand, uh, this kind of goes along with what you were saying about that other woman. Um, he, uh, He said, really? He says, I've been reading on that. He said, you just keep doing it. And this is a foot doctor, surgeon. So there, there's a testimony. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Listen, Achilles, Achilles surgery is can be very difficult and painful because anytime you do surgery in that area, it that, that tendon's got a sheath on it. Yep. And these the adhesions that can happen after surgery because that you can be very painful in in uh, physical therapy. You know, trying to make sure you can keep your range of motion. John, for sure. Yeah. 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 Very, very grateful. Very thankful. Thank you very much, gentlemen. That's a major save. Donata? Tell him to send Roger a couple bucks. <laughs> no, no, no. Roger doesn't need that. <laughs> well, Paul. hopefully, hopefully we're going we're to have some. Go ahead. Going to have some what? Somebody's trying to get in. Yeah, that was, that was me. Um, with the hydrogen water, what I would do is I would put the water in the hydrogen generator first and then want it for a minute afterwards because I don't know what effect the hydrogen generator will have on the wanted structured water. No, no, it, I, won't, have, it won't have any effect on it. It won't okay. have any effect on it. If you do it the way you're talking about it, the wand would destroy it, push the hydrogen out of the water. Oh. Well, you see, that's why I asked the question. Go. Okay. That's why I say the only dumb question is the one that I didn't ask. 
because it's the only one that won't get an answer. That's correct. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. I'll see you. Thank Bye. you, John. We'll see you next Thank week, you, buddy. Have a good week. You All too. Right. Thank you. Hopefully, I got to go. Um, I've got to go f- interface with the bureaucracy this afternoon on this visa thing. So I'm not real thrilled about it. Oh, they put. Well, they put, you know, the. Before we get into that. Uh, well, I wasn't going to get into it. I was just going to comment, but go ahead. Well, before we get into that, something was brought to my attention yesterday. That yesterday was a the two year anniversary of the last time anyone in this group actually verbally spoke to Chris Cave before we lost oh, wow. it. And I never had a chance to meet the guy, and I really wish I would have. And I just wanted to mention that, that uh, Chris left an indelible mark on this group. Sure did. Even today. So. Yes, he did. And he severely missed. So, RIP, Chris, old buddy. A hell of a fighter, Chris Cave. Yeah, you can go. Uh, you can go, uh, Paul, over on YouTube and put in Chris Cave, Las Vegas uh, City Council, and uh, there used to be a video of him up there lambasting him. Well, he's just speaking confidently there, you know. Yeah. Yep, hell of a guy. He very rarely ever missed a show, and he had the feds all over him. Uh, the Fusion yeah. Center in Vegas and uh, uh, just all kinds of crap. I can't even remember it all, honestly. But uh hell of a fighter, Chris Cave. They were damn glad when he died. Just that one point. Hey, Roger, I was going to ask about. Oh, go ahead. The Fusion Centers. I, I, uh, I got to thinking. I'm sending out some more notices. And uh, I noticed that Fusion Center was on the list of uh, – of agencies here in, in Iowa. And, uh, you know, if you send your, your notice to the fusion center, what the fusion center is, it's, it's basically like the, uh, a, a unifying agency for all the local police fire, you know, and then also the feds. Yeah. So, the feds you know, interject. Uh, in yep. They interject yep. themselves into yep. it. So in theory, if you send uh, a notice to the, uh, say the attorney general and just the, uh, uh, fusion center, you know, shouldn't they notify every police station and, uh, uh, I guess law office in, well, well, not law office, but we'll say government office yeah. uh, in the country. Well, they, you know, I don't know in the country, maybe, I don't know. You don't know how thoroughly you don't know the people. They're that, federal. Well, I mean, you know, our right. experience is you send this affidavit to them. They don't know what the hell you're talking about or what to do with it. Well, I feel like maybe the fusion center is at a high enough level that whoever's at the top well, of that knows what's what. Well, Similar I'm a, to the attorney general and uh, the judges. You know, Abram, uh, my, 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 thoughts, feeling. my thoughts here with this affidavit and putting people on notice, I don't think you can put enough pieces of paper in front of enough people with this. That's one of the reasons I went right. back when we started thinking uh, about sending the Secretary of State cold affidavits. Uh Thought, well, hell, man, they can't see enough of these. They need to see 30, and, 40, and at least 50, questions amongst you know, themselves. 
30, 40, 50 million of them. I, I, I wish we could paper the damn Secretary of State with the things. Right. And, and whoever's sorting them, you know, sorting the, the David Strait ones and the Anna Von Wright's ones versus <laughs> ours, the person sorting them is going to be noticing that these ones are put into a different category than theirs are. Yes. You know, well, where something's so. done with these and they start surveying the other ones. Well, I like the comment from David down there in Florida when he got a hold of the passport nice guy that called him back, and the guy goes pulls it up to read it, and he goes, "Wow, this is really good." <laughs> yep, Thank you exactly, exactly. <laughs> so they even they know the difference, right? So yeah, um, I mean, my other thought was, you know, Jeffrey Epstein. I, I listened to a thing about uh, you know when they were trying to investigate him early on. Uh, the police basically and the investigators ran it against a roadblock where they just, sure. you know, there was no charges they could file. He seemed to be immune. And I'm, my gut feeling is, is that he was, you know, also a national similar to, uh, well, he's tied uh, into the, text him. Oh, he's tied into this FBI and Mossad and all that stuff. Even one of the judges, I forget the guy that was one of the judges down there that did that, that went on to, uh, get a position in the federal government somewhere, but the guy goes, he's, he's, uh, what they, what was the wordage? He's a, uh, intelligence asset. So, oh, right. Well, if they needed to give them a, le- a, a status that was hidden in plain sight. Did you know, and I heard something on Epstein just in the last couple of days, and they were talking about how he bought off everybody in the Virgin Islands. I'll tell you what came up. Did you have, I'm sure some of you saw this, the uh, uh, Pliskin, uh, a black gal from, that's the representative from the Virgin Islands that was uh, uh, commenting on mm-hmm. in one of the hearings recently where her little handler was back in the background mouthing everything she was saying. Say yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm sure y'all saw that. And when she oh, made no. she made a no. she made a mistake. The rep did in what she was saying, and she said representation instead of misrepresentation. And the girl who looked autistic to me that leaned forward and corrected her, and she wasn't she didn't wasn't looking at the speech or anything else. She had that thing memorized. Okay. And uh, I, I oh, well. saw it, and I'm sure some of you did. Uh, but that gal looked like something was wrong with her. Not the rep, the one that was sitting behind her. She looked like some hmm. kind of an automatoid or something, didn't she, Mark? Yeah, I'll post it in the chat. Yeah, you got to see this. It's really Yeah, crazy. if you've not seen that, you need to see that. It, it's yeah. short, and it's really, really revealing. Now, you know what's going on today. Up there. No. Y'all haven't heard any of this. I'm not. Devin Archer. I haven't. Devin Archer, who was one of the Biden uh, Hunter's business partner, he's supposed to testify in front of the House Oversight or Judiciary Committee or something today. And he is evidently ready to spill the beans on them. And Saturday, the DOJ on Saturday... The DOJ put out a letter to the judge overseeing it, trying to get him arrested, see if they could stop him from testifying today. And so uh, Comer, Mm -hmm. I believe, is the uh, rep. I don't remember what state he's from, but he's a good one. 
uh, sent out an emergency message to all the members on the committee to get their butts back into D.C. by yesterday so they can get on top of this. They're even trying to stop congressional testimony. And I believe, as Comer said, look, we're going to have either Devin Archer's going to testify or Merrick Garland's going to testify. So we'll see as as that develops today. Well, he seems like a candidate for an untimely death. We're uh, we're we're just in a we're we're in a real critical period, folks. And I guess all of y'all feel that, and know it. But uh, boy, the last part of this year is going to be a stem winder. Okay, just be ready, Roger. It sounds like they're letting people go the the ones that are doing robberies and vandalisms. Um, the judges, oh, yeah. uh, they go to court, they yep. take them in, and then they just let them go. Well, the the guys, uh, the wood in LA. the two guys in San Francisco, and I heard about it. I don't remember seeing the video that are were car thieves, and they had been already previously uh, convicted and told they couldn't associate with each other. They go out, get together again, go steal a car, and drive it over an embankment, and they just released them from jail. Right. Yeah, well, what you're talking about here, Merca, is the period of escalating violence. That's why Soros has got all that money into getting all these attorney generals and DAs in there so that they can turn these people loose and drop the shoplifting laws and all that stuff so we have violence, the period of escalating violence. And that's exactly what it is. And do you know of all the people that I listen to and pay attention to, uh, some schooled by General Parton, actually. Alex Jones uh, considers him a mentor, and evidently General Parton didn't tell him about this when he was mentoring him, or then, uh, or Jones forgot about it. But this is critical to understand where we are, and it explains all this kind of stuff, and I never hear anybody talk about it. I've never heard anybody else but me mention that phrase, period of escalating violence, and that's exactly what it is. Right. Yeah. It goes right back to the communist playbook. They've been using it in every country they took over for almost 100 years. We're a few years, eight, eight, 1929 was when they endorsed the plan. And as General Parton told me and the audience when he'd give this talk, they've used it in every country they've taken over since it was passed in 1929. Notice that's right around the time of the stock market crash and when we were leading up to the uh, bankruptcy also. Critical time. You know, I was thinking about it over the weekend. <coughs> the, what, Mer? <coughs> the, the Israelites were enslaved in Babylon for 70 years, right? Yeah. <coughs> Is that right? Yep. Well, we've been enslaved for 90 years this year. Yep. Officially. Okay. Longer than that, but yeah, officially. Well, that's when they switched the system in thirty three. It's it's twenty twenty three. That's you know ninety years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, maybe it's time to come out of slavery. Okay, where else can we go this morning? We had a little lull. I had a day off and uh, enjoyable. There might be a new student jumping on, Roger. A um, new student jumping on. Yeah, right? but. I think they're going. They're trying to log into um, free conference call. Well, if they get logged in and get star sixed up, we'll be glad to entertain any questions. Anybody else got something that been on their mind over the weekend you want to bring forward this morning? I do. 
you do, and well, then we're going to address you. <laughs> this is Gigi. Um, I, I wish to share with you the joy and happiness and exuberation I'm feeling over having uh, my affidavit of evidence with the Secretary of State. Uh, there was a little, is a little glitch in it though, about the green card. My yeah, green card doesn't uh, my make green it. card didn't show up. Well, it doesn't really. It, it the, doesn't the, really. Uh, it doesn't really make any difference. It's I got not that. that. It's not that critical. But go ahead. I, I know. Yes, I, I know that, and that's why I'm really not tripping on it. Um, up after two weeks, and every time I use that or certified return receipt, uh, there's usually not a signature. However, and, and I usually don't get it back in a timely manner. Uh, I've had to uh, be on top of the, because I paid for it. You know, it's like, it's a matter of principle. I paid for something I didn't get. So um, I've been uh, communicating with the postmaster uh, where I did the mailing for this. And it's come down to this. He's going to be sending me a letter and hopefully a refund because they did not give me what I paid for. However, they did give me uh, a Xerox copy of a man who did sign for it by the name of uh, Robert Martin and explained to me uh, how when the mail gets received into the facility and blah, blah, blah. But apparently um, it's lost out there somewhere in the system, but he's gonna send me a letter um, uh, fessing up to uh, the mistake that was made by the carrier that the carrier did not scan where it was going after it had reached its destination. In other words, to be returned to to me. So, but anyway, um, I feel comfortable having the uh, Xerox copies that of uh, the original uh, sending of the green card with the numbers to carry with me in my important papers and my travels. It's a, you so, can go online. Um, I think you can go online with the USPS and check that also just by putting the number in. Right. I could do that, but since I paid for the service, I left it on them to do it. Um, well, you know, here's and, the problem. I'm really not real savvy with you how. Well, here, yeah, I'm not real me, savvy on how to move through all that online. Okay. Well, let me just so, tell you. Um, See, in, Gigi, hold on just a second. One of the stints I did for a few years was working with Pitney Bowes, who I, we affectionately call Pitney Blows. Uh, they're the mail people. They're the little eagle and the indicia on your mail. And so we had to learn as much about – I swear we knew postal regulations better than the post office people. Okay, And so one of the field trips they took us on was what they call a bulk processing center, I believe. And in Atlanta, it's down by the airport because all the mail, a lot of it comes through the airport. I forget, this was in the 80s. I think they processed 10, 10 plus million of pieces of mail a day 40 years ago. Okay. And it was all automated. All right. And so when that green card thing gets back, sometimes it just gets lost in that shuffle of all of that volume of mail. It gets, it gets accidentally slipped in a magazine that goes to somebody else's address or something like that. That's why you go online, 
pretty simple, I think, to go to the USPS and take the number of you've got a copy of your receipt. You put that number in, and it'll tell you all about that. In our system, though, it's considered received when it's put in the mail. And over the years, I've seen so many of you obsess over, I didn't get my ring guard back, and you're wringing your hands. But please don't do that. You're putting yourself through a lot of anxiety you don't need to be putting yourself through, okay? Well, I think it's, uh, Roger, I think it's in part that um, it's one thing to say that you put it in the mail and it's good as received. However, having documentation to show, prove that, you know, you have your receipt, but a receipt doesn't mean that it was received. Yes, it does. Sorry. Oh, it does. Yeah, they can't. They won't send you the received thing back unless they received it. And the reason it's not always signed is because you're going into institutions like the State Department and these huge bureaucracies. They have a mail room that gets no telling how much mail a day, and they just process that thing and stamp it. Sometimes it's not signed, and that's the reason. Yes, Bruce. Yes, Bruce. Okay, I'm sorry. It was on mute. Uh, you can always take a photograph of your receipt from the mailman when you put it in, the, in his hands. You can photograph it on your phone. That's evidence right there. Well, let, me, let me tell you what. The IRS doesn't use return receipt requested when they send you something to the last known address that you hadn't lived at for 15 years, and it's still considered received. Right. Okay. Well, so, I, don't, I, I, don't, I'm, please, I'm, don't, I'm okay with it. Okay. Well, don't I was obsess okay about it. with it when I put it in the mail, as you said. To me, it was as good as received, and I did have copies of my receipts and all. And I'm very uh, <laughs> excited and elated to now be uh, known as a national. And unplugged from the system, at least a first step. Yeah, well, and you just keep learning the information. You keep empowering yourself, and you'll continue to get empowered. You know, I mean, that's the way the process seems to work. Okay. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. And I have my draft uh, ready to go in the envelope for the next in line. (laughs) U.S. Attorney General. Colorado Attorney General and IRS. Okay. <laughs> so I'm moving well, it. Don't forget your local officials. And I'm happy. Don't forget your local sheriff and all the local yeah, well, people and tying it into the state attorney general in that mailing. Okay. Correct. Cor- see, they got no so reason to know. Just- You've got a foot to stand on. I put it in the mail even though you don't get your receipt back. But you don't have a foot to stand on with them unless you put them on notice. You've got to complete the due process process. Okay? Right. Well, in the cover letter to the um, U.S. Uh, State uh, Secretary of State, um, the cover letter instructs them to adjust their administrative file on the steps uh, on um, – Exposing the matrix uh, for uh, beginners, you know, the steps. Um, it says that first, and then it seemed like the next group to be notified was the three I'd mentioned. And then to come down to the municipalities and county and all that. 
I had wanted to send them all at once. So you I'm can. glad you said that because I'll just save myself an extra trip to the post office. Well, and you, just you can all notice it. You could literally put them on notice and mail them all the for the first mailing you make to the Secretary of State, but just don't neglect doing that. We've had several people that got into situations they had not done that yet. They'd procrastinated it, and it makes any battle you've got to fight over that a lot steeper for you uphill. Okay, period. So do what you want to do, but exactly. that's the facts I think they of it. Call it. Yeah. I think they call it preventative maintenance or preventative measures. Well, pre, it's a pre, uh, it's a pre, it's a preemptive strike. Okay, and that's what I. You see, you exactly. can't beat these people once you're dancing with them. They've already got you in some kind of a situation once you're dancing with them. You got to go get them before the dance and the music starts. You got to do a preemptive strike on them. Then they don't have a damn leg to stand on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And one one question that comes to my mind: um, uh, if someone, this thing is not supposed to be retroactive, but if someone has uh, some kind of uh, charges on them, and they're already got a court case pending, and then they do this, and then um, maybe a month later they get stopped for a traffic ticket or something. Because the stat, the status and standing with the Secretary of State is on file, from that point on, they would not be able to interfere. Well, let's go. Uh, so look with, at that. Hold uh, on, Gigi. Let's use this as a teaching moment. When you've done something in the past and you hadn't filed an affidavit, you were in that other legal personality. Let's use that label, legal personality, from where you get your rights and to whom you owe your duties. That's your legal personality, okay? When you were in that other legal personality, after you filed this paperwork uh, uh, six months later down the road, it can't go back and adjust when you'd volunteered and agreed with that legal personality, uh, it amazes me that people think this is some kind of a cure-all all the way back to when they came out of mama's womb. And it is from the point you file it forward. It does not go retroactive. It can't. You agreed with that other condition when they ask you. Well, Roger, what if the party that was charged was challenging jurisdiction from the get-up? Well, did they have the affidavit on file? Did they have the affidavit on file? If they didn't have the affidavit on file, they can challenge jurisdiction until the cows come home. And they were still in the other legal personality. I don't understand why. This is so hard for people to understand. And, Roger, those people need to jump on and ask their own questions instead of having other people ask the questions for them. Well, those other people are homeless and don't have access to phones or computers. Well, they they got they got more problems than being a national. It sounds like to me. Right, but this could be a start in the right direction well, for them to have be. a purpose to move forward. It, it could with be. their life, it getting is. their life and, together. And I, and I hope that's uh, the case. But we can't dwell on this program in all hypothetical stuff. Okay. We we deal with what is. And what can be, and what right. can hey, be, Roger. is you can be free 
All right, but that's your decision. Yes. I think uh, the I best know. way to understand this was was phrased, you know, to her point or to your point. Uh, the common law trial by combat evolved into combat by trial, and when you send in your affidavit, you are notifying, you're inviting them to combat by trial because you've changed your status. You say, "Now I'm this. Come prove I'm not." And if you don't show up, then I win. And uh, so this is, you know, and, it's, it's literally and, a preemptive strike Abram, within combat by trial. For 12 and a half years, we've won yep. every time, to my knowledge. Right. Every time for millions of people, more than likely, in two and a half, 12 and a half years, no rebuttal, no objection, stand silent, mute. You've been caught slaving, you lying, thieving, murdering bastards. You've been caught slaving, and, and you've been caught red-handed, and you can't do a damn thing about it. And let me remind you what our friend Andrew Carrington Hitchcock calls them, the people that have a response for everything. That's what Andy calls them. They don't have a response for this. They've been caught cold. Cold. You let that and, sink in. That's a flawless. Another thing, Roger, for people that are homeless, they have op- free options to use a computer and um, to jump on. I've heard a lot of people that are homeless um, jump on and ask questions and do their learning. So there are options. Uh, I mean, this is something you've got to want, folks. It's something you're not going to go convince somebody. Y'all heard Brent. Right. Anybody watch Brent yesterday? Uh, Brent was talking towards the end of his service about uh, one of the verses in the Bible, and they called the one-two. I don't know if any of you heard that. And uh, uh, the example out of the Bible was, you know, I'm going to tell you twice. Here it is. I'm going to tell you again. If you don't respond from then on, it's on you. Okay? You don't go sell this to people. You put it in front of them and see if it stimulates them. Okay? Okay? So I'm going to tell you twice, and if you don't respond, then suerte. Good luck, okay? You can't want something for somebody worse than they want it for themselves. It will lead to heartbreak every time, every time. Roger, another thing, too, is they have to do their own learning, and we can't do it for them. So, um, you know, I don't know if there's people doing things for other people, and not letting them learn for themselves. Well, you can help them. You can harder. guide them. You can try and simplify. You can give your insight to maybe assist them in grasping this. I mean, folks, just for whatever reason, man, some people just don't grasp it. Uh, and I'd use, I see Daryl showed up here. I'd use the example of Todd Callender. And, man, I really like Todd. I, our conversation was fabulous. He's a super guy. But he it didn't register with him and because I sent him some supplemental stuff the next day, and he wrote me back, so I'm still trying to get my, my arms around this, okay? And I would have thought in two hours on the phone a basic explanation he would have gotten it, but, folks, I just don't think he did. I, you know, it might have confirmed what – Vandersteel and these other people are telling him, but I don't think he got what we've got here and the importance of it and the simplicity of it and the effectiveness of it. Okay. So hopefully that light bulb will come on or I'll hear from him or whatever will happen will happen. But 
all you can do is tell people about it. They've got to want it for themselves because there are sacrifices involved. And as we've learned here, if you don't do the sacrifices, nothing changes. You might as well have just gone out and peed straight up a rope outside as filed this affidavit if you don't learn about it because nothing changes. The world's not going to change. You've got to be the change, period. You've got to be the change, and that takes work, it takes effort, it takes sacrifice, it takes reorientation, and some people can't or are not willing to do that, and I can't help them. Right. Hey, Roger, I think uh, if you're a lawyer... It's easier to to pee up a rope than push one. (laughs) And neither one of them gets anywhere. Go ahead, Abram. This would be very scary. Yep, this would be very scary if you're a lawyer. You'd almost be paralyzed because if you well, if you move forward with this and if you if you pull this band-aid off, if you reveal what's really going on, then it upends everything you've done in your entire life. Absolutely. You your know? whole life has changed. You gotta admit you yep. gotta admit yep. that you were fooled and your whole life has been a lie. And that's hard. Some people absolutely and, and cannot do it. Okay. Yep, and you're pulling you're you're demolishing the dam of your own income you're i mean it's not just the tax lawyers it's the everything lawyers you know well they're you know you're dismantling the own the system that put, gives you status and that gives you it's everything like the priest if the priest's class if the priests who who uh worship a false god if they they learn about the the one true god then what do they do they're stuck yeah you know are they are they ever gonna yep and that's what Rothschild said in the Hazard Circular a hundred and however many years ago. Those will, they'll be so inimicably tied to the system that they won't fight it. And that's exactly what you're talking about right there. Okay. Now, one of the things that I'm anxious to see how the progression of is uh, with Byron, Barron, and Dwayne down there in Louisiana with this uh, attorney that's uh, the Secretary of State over election because evidently they got his attention. Barron called him. I got you talked to him for a while, tried to show him stuff. He bit he bit the head fake on the American Samoans, and then Byron uh, uh, Byron called in and got kind of a different reaction from him. So hopefully he's looking into this. And yeah, you're right, an attorney. I, they, they, I mean, how long did we have to beat on Brent Winters, folks? You are y'all weren't around here back then. Daryl was. Daryl, what five, six years more? We had to beat on Brent. I mean, on the we, me and Chris and Daryl and and some and Bob and other people would gang up on him on the program here. Yeah, and he's he's working mm. with with John on a trust, and uh, he's still a skeptic. He's still it's still hasn't and, and see here him at that fundamental and, and, level and you, and you get and i think you're right okay but you get these people and tom shram's another one no i was born with god-given rights well yeah you were but they were stolen from you and you've agreed with it no 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 they're just stubborn they can't admit they've well, been tricked and fooled uh i i just want to I was listening here, and I just want to comment, make a comment on what Abram just said. And I I would actually recommend everybody who's actually listening now to later on go back and just listen to what Abram just told you. It's, 
I'm I'm not pandering to him. He nailed it. He identified exactly this thing called cognitive dissonance or willful hypocrisy. It's called will. I call it so you don't use the big psych words. I call it I call it willful hypocrisy, and. It, it yeah. goes back exactly to what, what Abram's talking about, goes exactly to the quote. It's a marvelous quote. When an honest man has been lied to, is told the truth, he either stops being deceived or he stops being honest. Let me can you I rephrase walk. can I rephrase that for you, Daryl? When a man Ow. who is honestly deceived is presented with the truth, he either becomes not honest or undeceived. One of the two. Well, that I mean that's that that you know it's important. It's important, however you say it, that it be clear that you don't have any wiggle room anymore. You. Uh, you see, a lot of people, most people, when given the opportunity, will not repent. They'll wiggle into their righteous, pious pocket. They'll wiggle their way to a point where uh, they can partake of the fruit and still be righteous and pious. And uh, I'm going to repeat it. Listen clearly to exactly how Abram said that. Because if if I was giving out profound stickers today, I would give Abram the profound sticker. <laughs> okay, well, he really... would get he would get that. Well, thank you. He would, he, yeah, I'm gonna have to go and, back and, I mean, that's, and listen to what I said. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah, and you said it nicely too. It was clear, it's understandable. It was coherent. You know, that's the way you have to communicate really difficult ideas right there. That's that's how you do it. I think and, that saying uh, for the full impact of it is yeah. when an honest, a man who is honestly mistaken learns the truth, he either ceases to be honest or he ceases to be mistaken. Yeah, I mean, that, that works. Now, and then, of course, there's a follow-up to that, you know, at at that point, you you have to put yourself on the spot. Yep. Now that's another quality that most people uh, will avoid. They they won't put themselves on the spot or make that determination or that choice. They'll they'll self equivocate. They'll find a way to backtrack it so they can walk both on both sides of the road. Yeah, I, I watched. Uh, I listened to three or four of these folks financial shows over the weekend just just to listen and they are so and 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 two of these platforms uh will um you know you know say christian use the word christian and faith and all this and god and then they'll talk about money and i go you fools you absolute fools uh, and they, uh, they are so, they are, they have so much leaven in their, in their, uh, 
perception of of what uh, these issues are. And uh, see, there is people in the financial market uh, are experiencing that are are mammonists. They're mammonists. That's actually in the dictionary. A mammonist. They love money. And they want to get it without labor. They want to get it without labor. Uh, I don't do any of that. I don't buy stock. I don't buy bonds. I don't play games. I don't do any of that. Because all of it is without labor. Yep. And it's based upon... Upon, it's based upon this very system of bondage. And if you are trying to profit off of anything other than your labor, in real physical terms, then you are involved in usury. I'm sorry. You are. The credit system is based upon usury. Yep. It's based on slavery and, and usury. And, well, see, the, there, see, now you're being very sophisticated and we, because you have, have a very deep understanding of all this. Most people uh, either ignore or don't really connect that usury is bondage. They don't really connect that. They, uh, treasury bonds there that's that's bondage that's somebody else's bondage you you want to make you want to make a return on somebody else's bondage yep and and so this is a hey, part yeah, of the, a, more of this yeah go ahead Abram. there's a an excellent podcaster on youtube and his name is mike maloney oh, and he has right. a website called goldsilver.com yep and uh, yeah. if you look up the gold silver uh, on uh, YouTube, just one word, he has everything put together, all of the slavery, all of the usury, all of it, all the way up to the treasury bonds and the collateralization of, of people's future income. Uh, he's written a book on money. He, he distinguishes uh, money as uh, silver or gold. And maybe Bitcoin, you know, he's he, he likes the cryptocurrencies because yeah. of the proof of work aspect that's that's done up front. But yeah. he explicitly says that that what we call most people call money, the dollars and so, and so forth is currency. And uh, if anyone is interested yeah. in, in, you know, it, you can take a dive, deep, deep dive or you can. You know, just listen to some of his shorter podcasts, well, and he I'll, really explains it in depth. Uh, I'll, I'll point you yeah. to one specifically on his episodes, The Secrets of Money or whatever it was, Episode 7, where he goes over hyperinflation. If you're not familiar with that and you want to see what's coming, look at that. Yeah, The Hidden Absolutely. Secrets of Money is what it's called. You could you could probably I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put anybody on the spot here, but you could probably do a survey here, and uh, you know most of us couldn't tell you what money is, but it has it has several qualities. It's divisible, it's fungible, it's portable, it's durable, it's acceptable, and it's uniform. It's a store of value. 
yeah. store of value is a crucial detail. And that that's what currency is not. They keep inflating the value, no, no, and no, it loses no, its value. No, no, so it has what makes it, currency. It has value. The value is debt. They're taking instead of positive gold and silver with something intrinsic value and substituting debt with usury. It's got a value. Right, but, 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 but it's a negative value. That, yep. No, I agree. But yep. But but his his point is it's not a store of value in that it loses its value over yes, time. Yes. As as the dollars are slowly inflated, then the value of it diminishes. Whereas gold and silver are have permanence. Yeah, and uh, so I I uh, completely agree with all that, uh, and that I'm just I just bring this up as another example of willful hypocrisy. Yeah, and it's been in, it's been incentivized. You've incorporated it into your life and your worldview. Now here's what here's what's going on. When you get people that can't get their arms around it, their head around it, their heart, their spirit, uh, one of the things that's going on here is that there's a bigger issue. <laughs> okay? They have a bigger issue. They're typically, almost in every case, they're trying to negotiate the Current reality based on an orthodox official historical narrative of world events in history. And nothing could be further from the truth. If if you're taking your worldview from what you learned in school, what was told to you from the pulpit about world events, uh, or from uh, from the news, you are operating on an orthodox worldview and belief system. And and this won't make sense. And uh, and there's some really very intelligent people that have completely accepted the official orthodox narratives and and context of events you know you can start whenever you want. Uh, you could go back to uh, 1900 and come forward. You would have a have a pretty uh, <clears throat> pretty perverted Orthodox history is is absolutely uh, incorrect. Yep, it's absolutely incorrect. And and you, if you're trying to make sense out of what's talked about here, uh, with somebody who has an Orthodox view. You, uh, you have to. They have to do several things. They, usually, what they'll do is they'll, you know, ignore you and roll your eyes, or, or try to invalidate you, or another way to say that is to nullify you. Um, and because uh, they, they definitely don't want to debate or have converse with you for the most part because if somebody was talking to Abram for more than a couple minutes or Merka or most people here they would find out that they're not uh, qualified to talk about the facts 
You know, Darryl, I had uh, that exact yeah. experience at lunch, I think a week before last, with two new guys. They're both named Mark. They live here, but they hadn't come around very much. And I'm sitting there talking to uh, the younger one across uh, across the table from me. And uh, I, I eventually got into the periphery of this a little bit. And his comment was, I don't know, it sounds pretty shady to me. Here he's living in a con- in a system that his whole life that's totally based on slavery and it's absolutely shady as hell. And you put the truth proof in front of him, he goes, "It sounds kind of shady to me." And I just let it be. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't uh, you know? Don't don't wrestle with pigs. Uh, all happens is you get you get dirty and they like it, and. Uh, uh, so, uh, there's, <clears throat> there's, there's only so much time in a day. Come on. Yeah. So, uh, so it, it amazes me that this isn't more of a ubiquitous message, but it's not, it's a very selective message and it, for whatever reason, only resonates with a small percentage. So that dictates to us that you've got to get the presentation to a larger group to glean out that small percentage of larger numbers. Well, that, that rep, you're right. And that remnant, that remnant is our people that actually treasure individual responsibility and freedom and liberty uh, and not the not the uh, not the U.S. logo, uh, you know, milk the milk the cow patriot of sour milk patriotism. It's it's the uh, it's the real patriotism. It's the one that uh, it, it's it's the real one, which means that they would they crave not not hope for desire. They crave real freedom and liberty and the personal responsibility and consequences that go along with it. Now you do realize that almost everybody you talk to in your day-to-day events, in your family, in your circle, in your, uh, your social space, uh, they're socialists. Uh, your parents might be. Now they, 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 they might even protest that they are. That well, no, I'm not. Well, yeah, you sure you are. You're absolutely a socialist. You raised in a socialist country. The United States system has been a socialist system. If you're everybody's here your whole life. Yep, last ninety years. It's this is a, It's absolutely a socialist system in every regard. Every regard, it's a socialist system. It's not. It's not a it's not a Marxist original revolutionary Marxist communist system. It's a hybrid. H.G. Uh, Wells in H.G. Wells in nineteen uh, about nineteen eighteen when he was working for Wellington House as a propagandist uh, during World War One made the comment. Well, he says uh, I I I uh, I embrace and appreciate Marxist philosophies, but he says Marxism doesn't as a revolutionary doesn't work he says uh we prefer of course he was uh he was a fabian of the highest order and a part of the round round table at milner's group 
And he said, listen, we, what, what, we, what we have here now is you could call it reformed Marxism. That's what's, that's what's occurred and been incorporated and permeated into uh, the United States uh, administrative and governmental systems is, is Fabian socialism. Yep. Fabian socialism is what you've has completely subsumed absolutely every aspect of all institutions. And it's been promoted through NGOs and foundations. Government. Council for Foreign Relations. Uh, and and hey, the government. Right. Government administratively takes its orders from these NGOs and the CFR. Yep. So, yeah, everyone go ahead. I just want to interject for the newer listeners. Uh, Fabian, when he says Fabian socialism, he means gradual. So Fabian is it a was, process of very gradually metering was, out change, so you don't notice it. It's the boiling frog, you it, know. Uh, it was syndrome. named. So it was named it's after when he says Fabian socialism. Yep, it's, it's got its name from a Roman general named Fabius, I believe. And uh, back in Max the days, back in the days, Daryl's talking about their logo was a wolf in sheep's clothing they've changed that the logo now is a turtle and the motto is when i strike i strike hard yeah uh, <clears throat> it's right. a fait complete now this this is uh this has been completely incorporated it's it's a done deal uh uh from a from a governmental hey, point of view yeah, yeah. there's probity so. probity's with us Hey, Bob. Yes. Yes, sirs. Yes, sirs and ma'ams. What has stunned me, and I, I don't say that lightly, but it's a it's a long stunning, it's taken several years, is how closely this all ties in, and we've talked about it before. It all ties into biblical truth, biblical principles. The churches are corrupted to the point that they promote this, and we... I'm saying this euphemistically, we stand in the pew and sing about how we're children of God while we're worshiping in a 501c3 church Yep. that's in being led by a pastor who's been schooled at a seminary that is deeply steeped in Judeo-Christianism, and the whole thing is a facade. It's totally and tied into the World Council of Churches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's so Organized. Um, endemic. It is so pan overall. You know, it's, it's, it's pan-operative. You know, we're in the panopticon. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Chicken man. You can't escape <laughs> it. It's a systemic problem that, leads, that has leached through every aspect of society to the point that we don't even realize it. Yep. As Daryl has said so eloquently, as Daryl said so eloquently, it's it's a gradual thing, and you you talk to people and they will protest. I mean, we've heard Trump talk about it. You know, we'll never be a socialist country. Well, (laughs) goodness sakes, buddy, have you lifted your head and looked? We've been a socialist country for a hundred years. Ninety, (laughs) ninety. It's ridiculous. Let me. uh, Uh, We're we're getting. We're getting Bob. Bob, we're getting, we're getting, because you brought this up, okay? So I want to read you just a really short couple paragraphs here uh, on a book 
written by Jonathan Williams um, back in uh, about 1783, and it was called The Legions of Satan, which is hard to, it's almost impossible to find the whole book, but here's here's a part of what he wrote. He goes, this is at the, uh, he's writing about what Cornwallis's comments were uh, at, the, at his surrender to George Washington and the article's capitulation at Yorktown. This is in 1781. Cornwallis says to Washington, a holy war will now begin on America, and when it is ended, America will be supposedly the citadel of freedom, but her millions will unknowingly be loyal subjects to the crown. Your churches will be used to teach the Jews religion, and in less than 200 years... The whole nation will be working for the divine world government. That government that they believe to be divine will be the British Empire. All religions will be permeated with Judaism without even being noticed by the masses. And they will all be under the invisible uh, invisible all-seeing eye of the grand architect of Freemasonry. Uh there's, uh, that pretty well wraps it up. Uh, Cornwallis was he was just lucky, you know. He just he he was just lucky. He didn't he didn't have any insight. He was just he he was just blathering on. He was just trying to save face, you know. And uh, yeah, yeah. What what are the, what are the odds? I mean, just just tremendous that he came up with that on his own. Yeah, yeah. He got lucky. So, well, I have never heard that. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that to my you attention. Know. I'm going to have to search that out and uh, uh, it'll be hard. And put it on my wall. Yeah. Um, I'm posting it'll it. Be be put, it put it in I'm, front, I'm of, the, put it in front of the family there, Bob. Bruce, you've been trying to get oh, yeah. it for a second. You got that right. Bruce, Bruce. Yes. Okay. Uh, what Daryl just read to you is what I was going to say earlier. You have been religioned. Legion is what Daryl was talking about. You've got faith in a false god, a prince. Yep. Religion. Well, we try and get you out of that here and switched over. Hopefully you're receptive if you're listening out there and there's answers here if you want to pursue them. Go ahead, Abel. Yeah, George Washington was another insider. He... I believe he has a statue in in Washington D.C. or maybe it's Virginia that uh, says George Washington, Freemason, and the first president of the United States. He was a so Freemason. He was a, the first he, president. He was a Freemason. But if you go back and look at his personal diaries, Abram, he was deadly afraid of the Jacobin influence in Freemasonry. Okay. And that's what's controlling well, us today: is the Jacobin Freemasonry. Okay. Anybody else? We're about well, they to play the above as above, so below the right. light and the dark. So right. you know they play both sides. I'm posting in all of the chats about it, about this, and also it, I'll put uh, you know rogersales.chatango.com for when these chats go away. But the uh, did you read the one sentence there? Uh, 
A holy war will now begin in, on America, and when it is ended, America will be supposedly the citadel of freedom, but her millions will unknowingly be loyal subjects to the crown. Not me. Uh, DW. I don't know if he had read that part, too, and I missed it. No, he, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Thanks. Uh, yeah. I did. All right. Yep. Okay, we're about, I think we're about to hear a whistler here in a second and be done, and I can't stick around today because I've got this immigration crap i gotta go deal with uh here's one update you might want to put on your calendar i'm gonna have uh, looks like i'm gonna have the patriot soapbox show next sunday uh and uh, if all things go the way it seems to be going now and i'm taking that slot for one reason and one reason only and that's to pay play the gene schroeder opus for that audience because Thumper never would, okay? So, uh, and after that, I probably won't be back, but we'll see. Anyway, that's uh, coming up Sunday. I just found out this morning. And otherwise than that, we will be back tomorrow right here. Same time, but barring any unforeseen electrical interruptions, uh, we'll continue to uh, hopefully have shows. I think that electrical switchover stuff's behind us. I've got my fingers crossed. You do the same. And uh, so we'll be back tomorrow and have a good day. And yes. Yes. Um, I, this is Cheryl. And I just wanted to say thank you very much. I settled uh, the matter this morning and I have that ID. Uh, or I, I, I understand how to get the ID. So I will be sending my affidavit next. Okay. Congratulations. I just I figured getting that state ID was an easy solution to your situation. It seems like it is. So anybody yeah. else got anything to add here before Although we dip I off? Go ahead. It. I don't want to keep it as a national. What, um, Roger, the Bama is the other student, but um, I don't know if he's going right. to be sticking around to say hi and, or if not come back tomorrow. Well, I tell him to come back tomorrow because I can't even stick around. i got to go meet somebody at 1 o'clock and drive an hour to the other side of Quito oh. and go through okay. Democratic crap. So all that is in my future this afternoon, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Ciao.